Hello and welcome to the episode that uh, is probably more of a challenge than we could have thought. <laughs> um, are you feeling that, Matt? Yeah, it's the classic trying to organize three people's schedules to align and failing miserably for a month. However, it is, it is, yeah, uh, so yeah, Tristan's not in, I'm, I'm sure when we get Tristan back in, he'll just throw these out, you know what I mean? Quick things, <laughs> and we'll, we'll see what he says, um, but yeah, the, this episode um, is, I feel like, the culmination of what we've worked towards kind of in the last, uh, what, two years now? Is yeah, that something like that. Year, year Hard to believe years? it's been, like, I mean, we, we, we definitely, we already had our, like, one year, like, retrospective so we're, we're coming up on two years yeah it's i mean it's one of those things where i think with the monthly schedule it it you know what i mean it doesn't feel like the the ton like the weight of a million yeah. episodes is there so maybe it's that, not like that's we're like the, the game grumps or something recording 10 minute recording two like half hour episodes every single day do they still do that or do they still make so i, I haven't they, they pump out a ridiculous amount of content well, it's one of those it's, things. It's not like they do it every day. They more like they do recordings. They do like recordings over like an eight-hour period and split Makes that sense. up into episodes. But still, like they got work ethic. Hey, but at, at this point, it's one of those things where I feel like later on you have uh, teams, so it's a little easier. Um, oh, but yeah. staying focused. But staying focused. Um, okay, so we're we're gonna start by writing the worst five games in the series. Um, mm. This is gonna be. I think it's going to be harder to choose number five and four than it's going to yes. be to choose like three. I mean, it's still going to be hard to choose three, two, one, but like five and four is like a little more arbitrary. Like it could be the fifth worst game. And I'm like, yeah, I still enjoy it. <laughs> um, there are no rules as to what games can and can't be included. Um, so any remakes are fair game, any, any kind of like original remakes or later remakes or the original versions. That's all fair game. Um, I would say, um the and the, i mean the cool thing is that i'm hoping the people kind of like listening have their own like list in their head um so they can like, kind of compare as we go they don't have to make a list but i'm hoping like they have some idea of like what games they would put on a list so if they are included or not included um that's kind of going to be the clever thing um i think more than like oh what's like second worst versus like the worst um i think whether we we choose a game that they would include on their list um is going to be kind of the fun of this episode um oh sorry the, the only rule is arceus doesn't count so arceus we've we've decided it, it is listed in wikipedia under the mainline games however we've decided to exclude it so that is the one game that we feel or i feel at least i don't know about matt but i feel like is is further it's 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 a little too far from the mainline it's games. a little too far i i think it's probably I think it's quite likely that it might end up becoming a blueprint for like later mainline games, given its success. But mm-hmm. um, oh, one hundred percent! I feel like it's a very important game. I think um, it's I think it's the future of Pokemon. But like, yeah, and and they're already using some elements of it in the in the Scarlet and Violet coming out. But yeah. we just felt for the purpose of this list, which is a historical document. That's what we're going for. Um, <laughs> people, Pokemon one hundred. You know. Uh, <laughs> you know when when pokemon 2000 actually comes out like the 2000s pokemon movie um they'll come back to this episode and be like what were the games like back then uh <laughs> so this is this is what we're going for okay so arceus not included um and we're gonna start with our worst five games and then our best five games okay i 
Okay, number five. Should I, should I just start it? Should I should I just go? Are you ready, Matt? Yeah, my yeah number go five? ahead. You go so ahead with your five. My fifth worst game. Um, and I think I'm going to start easy. My fifth worst game is um, Pokemon X and Y. Um, I think it's a game that I personally brought me back into the franchise. Um, and there's reason that it brought it back. It did some fun things. Um, it took a lot of the lessons from black and white and black, uh, black two and white two, um, and kind of mixed them in and, and brought some of the original Pokemon ga- games back. So I think it's very important. However, um, I don't think it's the worst game. However, I don't think like, I think it's one of those things where, um, it doesn't feel like a game that would push near the top, right? Um, and it doesn't have necessarily, to me, like the cultural or nostalgic, um, I guess, strength, right? Like uh, that, uh, you know, for instance, which which it may surprise you, right? But I, I, I we'll see if I add this or not. But um, because we're kind of going on the fly, we want we want to see if we change our minds as we talk as well. Um, but like the original Pokemon games have like an unfair advantage i feel over some other games because they do have replayability simply because because of the fact that they're so different from the other games does that make sense because they're trying That's to figure fair. out what this was right and i think when it comes to replayability but also um when it comes to an idea of like what a pokemon game is um i feel it's like slightly below standard i don't think it's a bad game but i think mm. it's of the games that are there i'm i'm ranking it below like maybe like a fire red right um that that to me like fire red and leaf green is like the the standard box set of like finished product standard of what the the the, the plato ideal right of yeah, what a the Pokemon platonic idea yeah, yeah. the platonic idea so um and i feel like x and y is kind of that except slightly worse and that's why i put a number five interesting points interesting first choice interesting first choice i disagree with you on almost all fronts but you know that's well, once again, it's, it's it's still a game I enjoy. I just feel like when I'm looking comparing it to other games, there's a lot of other games that I feel I would give above this, right? And yeah. it, it's one of those things where, you know, maybe I'm just being unfair. Like, there's certain games I might not want to put on this list. And it's like, they might have some really annoying things that have to do with the fact that there are first iterations of those, right? Um, but anyway, those are that's my... Because once again, this is a little random to add some spice because we might change our minds as we go through. Uh, but that's my first pick. How, how, what's your first uh, pick? Number so five, my sorry. first pick, time time for me to be a little controversial myself. My first pick is Pokemon Red and Blue. Now I'm going to explain myself. And I'm not just doing this purely on the fact of like, oh, they were great for their time, but they haven't aged well. That is part of it. That is part of it. But the reason why I choose Red and Blue in particular is because um, Yellow exists. Okay. Yellow, at least in my view, is just better. It, it's tie. It, honestly, it's tying to the anime is just. It's such a strong thing. It's such, you know yeah. I mean? it, like Yellow is just like. Such a has like a such strong connections to the anime, um, and also has like all the classic like it lets you get all the starters. Um, it's 
got everything you want from red and blue, from red and blue and more. So if you want to play a uh, classic original generation Pokemon game, you can just play yellow and it's better than red and blue. Mm-hmm. And then, then there's all the stuff about how red and blue hasn't really aged all that well. Like they're really old. And yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're really old. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be um, honest. I don't think it's that controversial. Because um, I, yeah. like, I could say just on if you throw nostalgia out the window, like some people might rate this as the worst game, just on the fact that it was the first game and they have not figured things out yet. You know what <laughs> I mean? We're like, oh, we like the wacky, uh, you know, XP special attack and other thing being the same. No, the there people are yeah. probably gonna be... who doesn't love their new god and master Alakazam. <laughs> so um, it, it's one of those things where, like, maybe if someone doesn't have the nostalgia, right, they might have be like, hey, this is this is the worst one, both time wise and replayability, and the fact you have to actually use the item storage for things. Um, it's yeah. all, you know. <laughs> Anyway, there you go. I, and, I don't think. Any, and if you <laughs> just want to have a Kanto adventure, Fire and Leaf Green are just as that you said, much the platonic <laughs> ideal. Yeah. Um. Okay, I like that. Okay, number four. Uh, we're gonna go right into things. Okay, we're not messing about. I mean, we'll talk about if there's there's a purpose to talk about. It, but here, here's my question before I mention these. Um. Are because I, I like how like I set up the the loose rules in the beginning, and now I'm going to clarify them with you uh, for our arbitrary ranking list. That is just for us and our listeners to have some fun. Um, do we consider black and white two and black and white together, or do we consider them separate? Oh, separate, separate. Don't okay. put your black and white two in my black and white. You, you, oh, you, interesting! You, right, because Tristan you, has the opposite view of that. Okay, well, you're <laughs> the next couple things on this list. Um, black, black and white two is my, um, is my fourth worst game. Mm. Um, now, okay, this is where it gets really tricky because, like, there's part of me that's like looking at like the original versions of gold and silver and stuff, and probably unfairly ranking them higher um, because. Uh, like that game has like four versions of itself, you know? So like, am I like when, when I'm thinking back, am I like rating it on its original version or am I rating it on, um, by the way, I still have a cartridge of gold, uh, like an original game of color cards. Um, but, uh, which I believe is already past its time or whatever. So like, there's a lot of things that's messed up with it. I don't even know if it works, but anyway, um, but I feel like, yeah, am I rating it fairly is another thing, but like what I'm feeling is, um black and white two i actually i'm just gonna say the my fourth and third right away okay because i i think it just makes sense for what i'm saying okay um because my third worst is black and white and now you're gonna hate me for this <laughs> and i've I am said it shocked i well i you shouldn't be shocked because once again i think if if i remember talking about this i played this on an xl ds game Mm. um and i didn't i don't I, I and i think it, it's formatting or it's sorry it's resizing rescaling was absolutely terrible um yeah and, i can see that and so like up. when i think of this game i think of going from the polish of a of a platinum or or even like a root or a emerald right um to something that 
it looked just out of focus and pixelated like crazy. Um, and unfairly so, but I'll say it because this is how I experienced this game. Um, black and white to me felt like really hard to play when I played it through the first time. Um, and then the reason I put the second game above it um, is is partly thanks to black and white that I think black and white too is so I rate slightly above it is because I liked how they did the story, right? The story link between these games. Um, and so while I struggled through the first um, black and white game, wh- one thing that hooked me when I played black and white too is the fact um, that the story kind of progressed right after and it had this continuation this to me. Well, but I, it, okay. You, well, you, anyway, you do a podcast with a guy for two years and, he just stabs you in the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's unfairly so, but um, I mean, okay, here's another argument. And I think this is why in general, this version of the game I have enjoyed less as well is the color palette of the game itself is a lot darker. Um, and it makes the game as you're playing, especially if you're playing for a long time, you're just like a little more annoyed. I think we talked about this in the episodes yeah. of it. Um, so that also kind of gives it, brings it down a little bit, but yeah, uh, that's my three, four. There you go. All right. Um, <laughs> any, any rebuttals before you mention your number four? I mean, like, what can you say to somebody who, who, who not only rates black and white so poorly, but rates it below black and white too like <laughs> that's that's the real stab that's the real stab if you had done it the other way around like i would have been like that's a controversial opinion but fair but the the fact that you put black and white too above like mm, I, and, but but it's like it's it's funny i don't to know me. you anymore it's more funny to me because i think the the reason is because i think the story builds off the first game so it's it's like it's like Which is my reasoning insulting. my reasoning is the fact that i feel like when i'm playing the first game i have no attachable thing to this you know this world right like a less less of a thing to attach to but when i'm playing the second version of the game i'm like well i struggled through the first game but now i feel um what's the word i relate to the characters invested. more emotionally invested yeah there you go well, okay, your number, your number. So uh, my th- my four. three and four, then I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so my four in revenge, <laughs> in retribution. No, continue. No, no, that's that's coming later. Um, my four is actually this is this is going to surprise you. Mm-hmm. Um, my Will four it? is going to be. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. The original. The original version. The original, yes. Okay. As, well, uh, this this is actually well, doesn't surprise me because like Platinum versus Diamond and Pearl is a huge leap. Like it's 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 probably the biggest leap, I feel, between it's the, the it's the biggest leap uh of a third like version. Mm-hmm. Um and there's just no reason to play like diamond and pearl they're slow they're clunky they have a lot of weird like uh type shortages mm-hmm. um the balancing's not great saving takes 17 hours yeah it, it's 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 one of those things where like the a lot of these other games have replayability or even like hey out of curiosity, like getting someone to play it, right? Like that. Th- those are my two things: replayability, but also like 
oh, a newer fan just to check it out, right? You probably wouldn't go, hey, let's check out the original versions of Diamond, right? You'd be like, no, go play that new remake, right? Or go play Platinum. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't you wouldn't recommend them this version. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's absolutely no reason I would uh, suggest playing this version. Now, finally, I'm going to stop talking about old versions of games that have better versions out mm-hmm. um, in this list of the worst Pokemon games. Um, and I'm going to say next is Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Wow. Okay. This is a big one to me. This is, this is a, this wait, is a big one. Wait, wait, wait. You said Ultra, you, you went even went the, the remake version of it. I said the remake version, not okay. the original explain. version. Explain. So never before in my life have I had somebody tell me, um, that there is no point to play the updated version of a game. So like whatever well, so, so, whatever here's the argument version here's, or something of Hold on, hold on, up. hold on. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's the argument. Is if if someone hasn't played Sun and Moon at all, are you telling me that you just tell them to buy the original game? I mean, yeah, probably. Ultra? They probably get it cheaper. And yeah, it's a great okay. game. There you go. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> like how is a bit weird but like my my opinion of sun and moon has gone like way up over the way course up of this over podcast. the course of this podcast like there's nothing wrong with sun and moon they're great games mm-hmm. um and ultra sun and ultra moon just changes a bunch of things for some reason and then like but doesn't add enough to like really justify its own existence. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just weird. Like it, it's like it's like this was made literally. I'm not for like I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> I'm ranking it so low, not because like it's terrible or unplayable or broken or something. It's just like N- Nintendo can you, Nintendo and Game Freak can you just like spend some time to like justify this thing's existence a bit more. Okay. Okay. So here, I got I got an article of the differences between Ultra Sun. This 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 will be good. This actually will be fun. I like this little sidebar. Okay. Ready? Ready for this? Okay. Differences between the Ultra version. Okay. Uh, one of the first things is the story in Ultra Sun and Moon skip. You know that like beginning part. Yes. Where you kind of you know gain familiarity with all the characters and stuff, and like it takes a while before you get your original game, but it kind of sets the story, and I actually think is great. Um. You don't you don't have that tutorial. You like miss the whole tutorial. You're just like, here's your partner, let's dance, let's get going. Okay. So that, they, they kind of okay, skip yeah. over the first part. Which, you know, some people could argue, okay, well, if you want the gameplay. Whatever. I mean, like that was something people complained about at the time, is that like the tutorial took a while, which okay. Well, okay, but here's the thing. So so the story, this is actually interesting. I the original Sun and Moon story focused a lot more on Lily um and her Pokemon companion, while Ultra Sun and Moon focuses more on the other dimensions expanded universe. Um, which this is the thing. It's like that can be better. You're like, oh, but it also can be worse because I think having a focused story on a particular character actually adds. Yeah, because like that know. was the whole point of the story. <laughs> it's like let's just, let's just not make it general. You know, it was like an actually good story. <laughs> yeah, um, they have some new Pokemon. Uh, that's you know, sure, uh, new areas. So, um, there's new areas to discover. So there's a Pikachu Valley. <laughs> And ultra space. So there you go. Um, uh, 
so ultra space feels like the there's that's where just all the legendary pokemon are so okay that's really it yeah i don't you know what it almost feels okay you can almost argue it makes it worse because it feels like if they change the best parts of the story (laughs) (laughs) to like more generic like they became more generic no it's just it's just like no it's just do better do better nintendo Okay, I like it. Freak. I like it. You've justified that. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, so that was your number three. Yes. Worst? Okay, my number two worst. Um, is Pokemon? Uh, <laughs> still building up the hype. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield. Okay. Um, I think while it tried a lot of new things um, by new things, really it was the it's okay. Here's the thing too. It's expectation. It's also what it promised does not live up to what the, what it delivers. Um, There is a lot of frame dropping and glitches as you're playing that game. Like it feels while like, let let me, I'm going to use Arceus in this example, right? Arceus, you you know you're not getting HD quality, okay? The, the the actual look of the game is not like the craziest polished, right? But you didn't have the same stuttering problems that I feel like you get with Sword and Shield, um, like where it just it just doesn't look like a polished game, right? I'd argue the expansions to Sword and Shield were its best part, but those expansions should have been the standard, right? Yeah, a, a focused story, um, and not a lot of stuttering and there wasn't a lot of them, right? They're, they're like five hour adventures. Like they go very quick. Um, so I like, I'm saying without the expansions, it's a very generic. Here's the big bad thing that's happening that we kind of care about. There's the Pokemon league. Um, and essentially the gimmick for this one is not even the, the Gigantamax, which is, which is like, it's there. Um, but, but it's like, it's more the, the fact that you can, you know, go, you have essentially like a wild area, right? You have like, uh, it, it felt to me like, uh, you know, in RuneScape where they had like the, you can fight against other players, the wasteland, the wasteland, that's kind of feels like, but it's just like, instead of other players, it's just like, here's a level hundred Pokemon and you have nothing. Right. Um, that's a cool idea, but it was not executed very well. And it was literally kept contained and you could go to it at any point. Um, which you might think is a good idea, but it it's like a little bit of a cheat. But at the same time, it's just it, it, it felt like there was too many conflicting ideas throughout the game and not a story that drove it. Um, so like I would argue the epilogue and the two ex- uh, like the two expansion things were better than the mainline story. So it just felt like they had too many ideas and they didn't really polish any of them either. So um, it's a game that like. I have a hard time recommending because I don't think it's honest to what a Pokemon game is. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how you can be like formulaic, but also have too many ideas at once, but it's like both those things. Sorry, it's predictable. Maybe that's the right word. It's extremely yeah, predictable. I mean, I, I can get it more into it, but we're going to have to wait because I'm, I'm pretty sure Robert knows what my top two are. Right. Okay, so I, I will <laughs> leave that for your worst one, but that's my second worst. What's your, your second worst? My second worst one is Pokemon Black and White 2. Okay. And so you've you just feel like there's like you'll play the first version of the game. There's really no need to revisit the world. No, it it wraps up. 
like <laughs> the story is a done story, and then they're the, like the Here's story more. is like it, it like it's a pretty complete story. Like I mean, it, it's not like everything's wrapped up. We don't find out what happens to end, but I wasn't terribly curious. He was going on a on a journey of self discovery. I wasn't like the they, point it's, isn't it's for like, us to go find out what he thinks about himself. You know, this is good. It, it feels to me like um. Uh, it's like they're trying to do what they're trying to find the magic of of uh, gold and silver, <laughs> but they just didn't. <laughs> you know, like that's, well, that's yeah, kind of like, feels like. Yeah, because like uh, I didn't think, oh, what happened to Gates is I assumed that like he was arrested. Like I know there's dialogue in the game that says, "Oh, he escaped with the help of the sages," but like if you took that out, like I just would have assumed he was arrested, like. Mm. The difference in the end state of Black and White and Black and White 2 is Gates is actually arrested this time and N is still on a journey of self discovery. <laughs> <laughs> I like wait, so um so nothing really changed except wait, so well, like Black N and White... gives up his dragon, but that's about it. Okay, there you go. Wait, so in Black and White 2, that that's that's the ending where he's in prison? Yeah, like or... he gets he gets like he gets actually captured in that in black and white too. Wow, tying up loose ends. Like, no, <laughs> like, that, like it, it, it ties up a loose end that they themselves untied. Okay, for the <laughs> sake of the story, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's almost like it's like the repeat of. Oh, I like that. So it's like a repeat. It's too much of a repeat of the original story, essentially, where you have the same characters dealing with the same things they dealt with in the first game. Well, like it, it's not even like the same characters dealing with the same problems. It's just the same problem is still around. It's still just, it's just Gatesus. He's still evil and he's just thrown away the moral ambiguity this time. And it turns out the moral so ambiguity become... was the whole point of the story. <laughs> that's a good argument. Wow. You're, you're okay. You're like, that's why I hate, that's why I hate black and white too. So much is because, you know what, you know, I'm at, you know, I'm at, I think you've convinced me. I will, I will switch the order. <laughs> I, I still think, to me, this is, like, the weakest generation of games. Um, I mean, like, I would probably agree. Like, black and white. To get, as together as, like, as a whole. On is, on, is at number six on yeah, this yeah. list. Like, but I'll switch the order for you. So I'll, I'll put, I'll put, um, I'll put it, I'll put uh, the second version of the game at number three. And then this one. Up yeah. No, I, I just get so angry at black and white, too, because it's like this is the whole point was the moral ambiguity and then so you like, already know the world have... too so when you're exploring it again you're like well i'm not seeing anything really that new you know yeah and like the twist at the end of black and white is that gates is, isn't morally ambiguous and he is just using n and he is mm-hmm. like the bad guy so yeah. we go into black and white too already knowing this this twist yeah. <laughs> um okay yeah fair point uh, so I'm so not can, like, oh man, is is this guy like the villain? No, he is. Yeah, he has a freeze ray now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna get into my worst game then. Okay, uh, in the franchise, do you have an inkling of what it is? Uh, or no? I'll say it, and you're like, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> no, yeah, go ahead. Um, Diamond and Pearl, the original versions. That's fair. Um, I so all the things you said earlier, I'm not going to reiterate them, but the thing to me that I definitely see this and adds to it 
is I see literally no reason to replay these versions of the game. Uh, the lack of fire Pokemon especially bugs me to no end. Um, if you don't choose a fire starter, you're essentially like handicapping yourself. Um, it, it, it just not mapped out very well in the first version of the game. Um, but yeah, I, see, I literally see no reason to replay this. If you're going to replay, play Platinum, play the new version. Um, I see no reason to play the first version. And the second thing is I can't even see a way or a reason I would ever tell anybody to try this version. You know what I mean? Like I, I see absolutely no like, hey, like even the original Ruby and Sapphire, I have such a like soft spot in my heart or or um, that I'm like, hey, try this out. Try to find yeah. the what is it? Uh, and at least you have the expansions for Sword and Shield. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And and it's like it's very hard for me. Like as bad as it, I think yeah. Sword and Shield is, I think it's very hard for me. Like technologically, even with all the glitches, it's like it is still such a newer game, right? Yeah. It's like for the year it was released, it doesn't look good, okay? But like comparing it to the <laughs> TS version of the first diamond, it's like oh no, it looks very different, right? Um, just just like. Just the fact there's three D models of the Pokemon that look like that is already a big uh, plus for for Sword and Shield for me at least. Anyway, so the, I the, it just it just doesn't feel like a reason to play this game. This game, and it, it almost feels like with Brilliant Diamond and Platinum even more so. Right? It's like the remakes of these games are so vastly better than the original version that I that I yeah I, yeah. I definitely rank this at the bottom. Because here's the thing, and uh, like and I, I'm gonna use this just to justify my argument here. Gold and silver. The original versions, I feel like there's a justification for playing those because those are the versions um, that don't force you to get like their story focus is centered around the bird, right? Uh, yeah. What is it? Um, oh, and you and don't, Hallelujah, which you don't get with Crystal um, or the Heart and Gold remake, right? Um, so I feel like there's still a justification to try that game. Because because of the way that it's focused on those birds, and because I felt like at that time, it kind of changed. I feel later on, like at the time, there's still very much the Pokemon, like oh, which legendary did you choose? You know, yeah. I, I feel like I care less about it now, but like I would say up to Ruby Sapphire, maybe even Diamond Pearl, a little bit, right? But like it felt like th- those things define the games a little bit, right? Like which Pokemon you chose, yeah, um, and. And so that's why I see myself like, okay, gold and silver is still a game that you could go back to potentially. So that's why I'm not putting it in this list. And I also think it's a cut above some of the other games I mentioned, but there you go. Yeah. Sword and Shield. Um, <laughs> Sword and Shield. Not to bring um, the lead here, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. My number one, as surprises no one, is Sword and Shield. Um... I think you touched it all on a lot of the stuff I was going to bring up, but to kind of like explain one of the feelings you had is I think the biggest problem with Sword and Shield is that it's a game caught between two games. And I've said this, I've echoed this before, like uh, the wild area and the rest of the entire game do not interact. <laughs> Like, it's like a safari zone, but like it's supposed to be a safari zone that is the game, <laughs> but it's well, not. <laughs> like it's it's this massive area that takes up a huge amount of the map and is like a huge focus of trying to move around the map, but you don't do anything there. Nobody, nobody says. I don't. 
I don't think you even meet anyone in the wild area. <laughs> I don't think any characters in the story, like, just stand around in the wild area and talk. You know what the wild area is for? And I'll tell you this. Post-game, I believe you need the expansions actually for this. Maybe not, but like post game finding legendaries, that's what it becomes. Yeah, no, like and waiting it, for the right temperature. <laughs> it's literally just a. It's literally just a raid queue, mm-hmm. which is just kind of wild. <laughs> I mean, a wild area. <laughs> um, you you say you don't like racing on a bike through the wild area. <laughs> well, it, like I would, what, but what's, it's, it's weird. No, no. What's a joke? Like, is that racing game mini game is probably more fun in the wild area than anything <laughs> else happening in it? Well, like the wild area could be cool, but like it's it's so like tr- it's claustrophobic inside the rest of the game, and um, you know, like it, there's just parts of it that are just so unfinished, like the weather system where you can mm. like be in a blizzard take one step forward and you're in a sandstorm and you're like what is this weather this makes no sense um yeah Um, (laughs) yeah the weather's like yeah here it's it i don't know how they justify it because it's like every area of it changes weather (laughs) yeah it's like let me walk around a bit the weather will change it's absolutely insane um the rest of the game is so like it's like they could have sorry they could have almost made like half the point of the story to have like a weather thing like they had in ruby uh, and sapphire where it's like oh there's a reason the wild area has all this wacky weather and there's some machine or contraption or something yeah then you've got like how the rest of the game is so like contained and Mm -hmm. you you can barely go off the beaten path um they forgot to put the story into the game. Like, there's so many times when you're when it's clearly like signposting that like a dungeon or you're gonna go to a dungeon, and mm-hmm. then like you don't. Like, there's this big like <laughs> overview where you like look over this like power plant and you're and <laughs> there's no this, dungeons in the game. This character is just like, there. oh yes, that's an important power plant. You're never going to go there. <laughs> it is there. It, is <laughs> it, it exists right there. No, it doesn't exist in the game. You can never go there, or um, a building explodes, and like another character's like, "I have to go check if everyone's all right." But you kids, you better keep going on to your next gym badge. I'm gonna go see if anyone died in the bombing. <laughs> well, you're you're telling me that eleven year olds shouldn't solve the world's. I mean, problems? no, they shouldn't. But like, if I'm playing a video game, I should be able to. I also like this, like, we just have a suspension of disbelief that when it's not there, we get angry. <laughs> we're, we're, just, we're just like, no, we we are the saviors of the world. Every self-centered preteen said in their lives. <laughs> um, like, I don't play the game to, to, I don't play video games to be chaperoned. <laughs> it, it's, it's one of those things where, like, okay, because we talked about this to death, but I also feel like maybe the reality was is to tie in them being reasonable adults still with the story. So you still end up because like what, what happens in a lot of TV shows or, or movies or whatever, the kids disobey the orders, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, but like you don't get the usually, option to, 
no, no. It, it should be like, oh, we're gonna go do the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We're gonna go get uh, get all these ba- badges, right? And and it's it's honestly just a terrible idea in a story where you have a silent protagonist because then you can't have you can't have your your silent protagonist be like, I'm gonna disobey the adults. You need to have their friend who's standing next to them be like, we should disobey the adults. And then you still <laughs> feel like you have no agency in anything in your life. There you go. So, and it, so you, do you feel like this game, there isn't really like, cause I'm just thinking like, it, the, the only reason this game, like has advantages over other games is the technology relatively. Right. Um, I would, I would but, like caveat that heavily. Yeah, because they still, <laughs> even though they have like it should be such a better looking game, it still does. It still has so many problems that it's not that smooth, you know. So yeah. Um. So I guess I guess that's that's the reality. Um. Okay. This is because this might be the last time we rant about Sword and Shield on this podcast. Um. What would have made the game better? I think I think is a way we can. <sighs> Being po- being legends Arceus, I, th- that's the fair. It's it's like they weren't there. They didn't they didn't commit heavily enough. They should have. Legends just... Arceus shows what happens when they commit, and it works. It's like they're almost too scared, right? They're almost yeah. like, oh, we have this new idea, but like, oh, let's keep the same format because it's tried and true. And yeah, yeah. There you go. I, either be legends Arceus or don't. Standing with one foot in both puddles just means you and doing both poorly instead of you know (laughs) instead of well yeah yeah yeah. um because like when I look at the expansions for that game it's like that game might have been better served as a series like they have like expeditions to like find rare Pokemon or something um if if the game was designed even okay even if it wasn't Legend Arceus even it was still stylized like the way Sword and Shield was um like where it's just normal Pokemon battles and stuff I think if it was like oh, we're adventuring to find a rare Pokemon and then a plot arises from it, right? Um, which be, I know it's departure from like badges and stuff, but maybe that model might work. Yeah, right? it might be to more different wild areas. Where you just appear, like you you literally, um, maybe you have to like, I don't know, you have to like swim or they just fly you, right? It can even be broken down into separate areas. Um, but that sense of adventure, right? The sense of exploring, right? which is the kind of the the dream of the wild area. Yeah. Right? Which you see in Arceus, they could have done a lot better in that, I think for sure. Agreed. Okay. Um so uh those were all our worst uh the, the games we think are the worst Pokémon games. Um I'm going to call this the end of part 1, shall we say? Um whether uh to of this episode, so uh stick around for uh part 2 where we're going to go over the best games. Um, and I'm sure when Tristan, you know, comes around on future episodes, I'm sure he'll give us the takes on these. Uh, but we'll we'll stop at part one of your uh, worst and best games list here.